Oregon's one mission to bring Major League Baseball to Oregon. Powered by the Portland Gear Store and Guardian Games, this is the Diamonds and Roses podcast. And without further ado, your hosts, Ben and David. I'm Ben. And I'm Dave. And I'm Drew. And welcome Welcome to the Diamonds and Roses podcast. Welcome yet again to another great episode of the podcast. We're I'm Ben, and this is Dave. What's going on, buddy? Nothing. I'm happy to be here at Guardian Games, uh, getting ready to uh, meet a new guest. Uh, we'll call him an East Side Innovator. Yeah, that's right. And we're out of the David Juster Studio back here live in the Guardian Games Studio. So we climbed out of David's basement, and we're back here, Guardian Games, once again. Uh, we got a great episode today for you. And we're here with none other than Drew Peterson of Eastside uh, Baseball in Portland here. So, Drew, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about Drew and let's talk about um, kind of what you're doing with Portland Eastside Baseball. And is it is it an academy? Is it a training? I mean, tell us a little bit more about, uh, about this uh, clinic, training facility yeah. thing that you're running yeah. here. Exactly. Yeah, we're uh, we are starting up this thing, PDX Eastside Training, and uh, and essentially what it is is we have a love for baseball and we have a love for uh, some of the new data uh, movement that that it's going into and and really just how player development we've started to see that develop at the upper levels and a desire to see that kind of pulled down into some of the younger markets mm-hmm. and and some of our area and so to. To give people opportunities to experience some of this training and development that we um, that we've seen start taking over some of the other programs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you started this program, but let's let's take a step back. What yeah. what, what got you into baseball? I mean, uh, did uh-huh. you play? Did you play earlier as, as I a did. youth? And yeah. What what was uh what was your earliest? Uh, what do you remember at the most earliest date for baseball for oh. you? Kind of like what got you into baseball? I. I don't know that I have memories without baseball, but uh, definitely, uh, you know, I, my my career started with the Toro Peanuts in Gresham <laughs> Little League in, awesome. uh, in uh, somewhere in the 80s and uh, played played all the way through high school, grew up in Gresham, um, played a little bit into college, and it just had a blast. I mean, I remember a lot of the play catch with the dad stuff, you know, getting fly balls from him. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, my dad was one of my coaches through up until high school, and so just just really good memories of growing up are all tied to baseball. So yeah, yeah, uh, loved loved playing ball out out there through little league. Remember going to games, whether it's up in Seattle at the Kingdom or uh, mm. some Portland Beavers games at Civic Griffey. Stadium. Oh, yeah. Griffey, yeah. yeah, Griffey those, Johnson, yeah, Griffey Johnson, Buner. Uh, even even those, yeah, Buner and uh, Martinez, yeah, it's uh, yeah. such such a fun season to grow up with baseball. So Dave and I have our favorite players uh, growing up. Who who is your favorite player growing up? Oh man, I uh, Griffey was always one of those. You know, just see someone who had so much fun playing ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I I love some of the other guys. I loved Edgar's just consistency. It was it was fun to watch that, and um, and honestly, it was kind of fun to see the. I liked Buner because of the fans, because of watching the people who just whether they shave their heads to match him or whatever. I remember just some of these odd promotions that they would have with him, and mm-hmm. and it was it was so much fun. So, but you know, Griffey was definitely 
If if I had to pick one, Griffey was the one. So so as a youngster, you're starting to notice like the trends, the nuances of the game, the finite details mm-hmm. a little bit, yeah. which probably feeds into where you are now. Oh yeah, with that kind of your personality type. Yeah. yeah. Well, base yeah, baseball was my sport because you know there's there's uh, there's something fun about baseball in that you can anticipate. You got um, it's a it's a real cerebral game. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you yeah. let it be, and so. You can sit there and just understand what your next play has to be, mm-hmm. and and be ready for it, and and so it's it's being able to stay locked in, and then learn some of the yeah learn some of the nuances of it that that give you a slight advantage to those you're playing with, and mm-hmm. and so um, yeah I, I wish some of the uh, data and and some of this development stuff had come mm-hmm. out then it maybe would have given me a little bit more, but uh, but it yeah it was certainly even then you know, that was. I loved playing it. What What was your position growing up uh, playing baseball? You know, I was I was the uh, if if we speak of favorite players, you know, one of the players that I loved was Willie Blomquist. I was a utility guy. Um, it was it was one of those things in little league. I was the outfielder. Uh, basically, I think my dad would put me out there because he could trust me to run from left field to right field and catch the ball. And mm-hmm. so when the uh, other kids just standing there. Yeah. 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 You, and, uh, and so as a coach, I understand it now, um, why, why you do that. But, uh, so I would be put out in center field, uh, my pitch, but then, you know, as I, as I grew up, I just, part of, part of my thing was I just loved learning what each spot was supposed to do each position. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I would fill in wherever they needed me to fill in. Uh, so, uh, up in high school, I played more infield, uh, actually all across the diamond. So, yeah. where'd you go to high school? I went to Barlow High School. So, some go, uh, go some fun years there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, you know, I was coached by my my father growing up playing baseball. What was that experience like for you? And like, what could you tell the youth of our you know gen- new generation about? about that experience and, yeah. and about having their, their parents coach them, whether it be their mother or their father. Oh yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's such a neat experience. I, I think my dad was way ahead of the curve as far as how to coach, um, e- easily the best coach I had growing up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know not a lot of kids feel that they can say that. Um, but, but it was absolutely true there. I remember, you know, I'd be out on the, out on the mound pitching and, he would come out and you know, I think where some, some guys will walk out and say, you know, just throw strikes, you know, just, which is really helpful as a player because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh man, that's what I need to do. Um, he would come out and he would say, okay, who are you right now? And I would pick whether it's Oral Hershiser or um, Randy Johnson or someone, I would just, he's like, just be that person right now. Mm-hmm. And so I get up, throw hard. And, and it was just this opportunity to, uh, uh, to have him kind of coach me along and then, and then also just the opportunity to spend that much time with him, you know, to go last year and made it fun. Yeah. 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 He made it fun. Uh, took the pressure off and, uh, and opportunities to just spend a lot of time with him. Uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, becoming increasingly difficult. So, yeah, that's pretty cool that you, you had that experience uh, with your father and he was able to come out on the mound and just kind of calm you down and, and explain to you yeah. about, you know, who you are. I remember pitching in my youth and I'd always think of myself as like uh, Tom Glavin, you know, yeah. like I try to oh, calm yeah. myself down and Absolutely. look at the ball and look like just right <laughs> over the, the top of my glove and just, just kind of like stare down yeah. and just kind of like think to myself. But, you know, I, I, 
I think for me is one of those things is like, I know my dad and I've talked about this a couple of times. My dad tried so hard and <laughs> I was such a little, you know, runt and just try to be really mean with uh, everything and not really soaking it in for what it was. And that was, yeah. my dad was there with me and he was working with me on oh, yeah. developing as an individual. So, and so much person. of that. Yeah. So much of that is hindsight. You know, it's, that's what I look back to now in the moment. It was just a blast playing. It, it was a blast playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back and just those those opportunities, I mean, I'm grateful he's still around. We still get to he gets to get out with my sons now and mm-hmm. do some more baseball. But uh, but yeah, it's it's just it's a really unique experience. So you you played as a youth, then you went into high school, and you said you played some college too. Played a little bit. I walked on. You know, I I was uh, I was I didn't have the high. Uh, skill level to, to where that would carry me on. And so mm-hmm. I love the game. I, I went down to a college in California, mm-hmm. walked on in AIA school, played some fall ball and realized, you know what, that's, uh, I have more fun just, uh, playing with friends than I, than I do the, the nature of, uh, at least that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't have much, sorry, college level yeah, experience at all. Uh, yeah, it, well, it was the uh, the lasting memory I have is the getting pulled out to the uh, to the uh, um, foul foul line and after a game and not getting any chance to play, which is mm-hmm. I understand, you know, thinking back, but but hearing hearing the coach go off on a Bobby Knight rant of why Bobby Knight was such a great to be able to do all that stuff and just sitting there going, I don't respond to this, yeah, okay? and, and yeah. honestly. I'm investing so much time in coming out and uh, and trying to make this team that at this point... Two I just, fans, I one mission, to bring Major League Baseball to Oregon, powered by the Portland you, Gear you, Store you and Guardian Gate. Um, this is the Diamonds and Roses podcast, and without further ado, your hosts, yeah, Ben you, and David. You learn from that experience, oh, uh, yeah. probably, you know, here's not, here's not, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Like. And then as it as it's kind of transitioned into yeah. you know coaching, so uh, so we're we're in, in in college, and then at what point you know after after this that you begin to like say I want to coach now, like I want to I want to get involved with coaching well, I baseball. Think, I think all along I've had the desire to coach, and and it's been a specifically a um, we've had a longstanding dream, my brother and I, who um, he's one of the owners here, but of coaching our boys together, mm-hmm. and so. Um, this is long before we were married. Long the same be- age. Long, uh, same age. Yeah, oh, we wow. actually had. Cool. Uh, there's three of us siblings, and all our kids are in the same area. Wow. We, we nice. get to coach. So now we're splitting up because we have um, we have different teams with boys on them, and so. But we've had this dream for a long time to coach youth baseball, and mm-hmm. it's uh, and so we uh, yeah we we had the opportunity probably about five six years ago to start doing that, and uh, and we've. We've loved the the chance to coach them and and try not to pull out too many Bobby Knight speeches. You know, yeah. I don't. I think I learned not many people respond to that. Yeah. So. That's going to be interesting. Balance balancing the data analysis and analytics with mm-hmm. keeping it fun. Yeah, right? and, and kind of yeah. always understanding that. You well, probably that, thought a lot about and that. And the sure. the analytics side of it is um, it's definitely something that you increase as they get older. But I I think you know one of the interesting things that uh, that just seeing happen in baseball, whether it's uh, college or uh, Major League Baseball, you hear some of their player development people talk, and 
so little of it is the skill side of it, which definitely at a younger age you need to coach, but so much of it is just understanding who they are as a person, you know, mm-hmm. the psychology behind we're, it. We're more into this uh, reality that everyone is different. You know, yeah. Jerry Gatto Gee, talked about that a lot. Yeah. I mean, he was way ahead of his time in the 60s and 70s yeah. Yeah. Um, because there was this one-size-fits-all model uh-huh. up even through the 80s where, you know, this one standard yeah. in terms of and not understanding the psychological differences of kids. Right. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. it reminds me specifically of, like, how he taught to the game and, and talked yeah. to, you know, respect and kind of about forward thinking and so on. I mean, that's... Yeah, and it's, and it's happening... You know, with with the programs that are, um, you know, they 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 make money if they can figure this out and develop their players and and be better at developing their players than anyone else. But they're they're understanding this now, and so they're they're factoring those things in. And so at a youth level, you know, I I love the the challenge of how each of the players is different, and they're going to respond whether it's you know it's just telling them great job, you know praising them in front of the team and, and really giving them that or or just privately saying, hey, I saw this and I, I'm really, really proud of you for doing that. It's it's hearing, how, recognizing how they respond differently to those. those and what, what their different needs are too. Yeah. 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 And so it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's such a unique uh, chance to to affect people's lives and, and give them tools. The reality is not many of these players are going to continue playing on, but you know, we still remember uh, some of the some of those moments in our baseball backgrounds, and and so it's going to help them out in life. So so yeah, it's you know the data analytics side of it is part of it, um, but I, I think that's a part that grows as they get older and they want to understand more how their how their skills are developing. You know, the high school and college players. Um, and and the really advanced youth ones. You're but, starting with that relationship piece. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the that's where they'll that's where you can communicate some of the stuff that the assessments reveal uh, and and communicate in a way that actually um, helps. You know, it's not it's not just showing them numbers, but you're you're saying, hey, here's here's what I think is going to help, and they you know, you've got that relationship where they're they're ready to listen and respond. And. Uh, so transitioning into, uh, you know, this new endeavor mm-hmm. that you have yeah. with Portland East Side. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk a little bit about that. And, and while you talk about it, you know, this is going to come out a little bit later, but I'm actually going to go uh, live on Instagram right now and, and allow people <laughs> to see some of this. Yeah. So you can go back and look on our Instagram account. <laughs> and But in the meantime, I'm going to you know have Drew talk a little bit about it, but I'm going to also record this live on Instagram oh, so people no, can see no it. No pressure, yeah. <laughs> no, so tell so, us a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, so basically what happened is I, I had uh, uh, finished up one, uh, my last job. I would quit and was looking for new work. And in the midst, I think we talked a little bit before, I was coaching a uh, summer tournament team with, with my uh, eight-year-old son. And uh, seeing some of these teams that we were playing, just going, man, they're really good. And, and trying to learn more about them and saw there's these facilities uh, on, the, on the west side. I mean, I, there were batting cages when I grew up, but, um, but there were facilities that were really dedicated to coaching some great ones. You know, the baseball dudes, the lumber yard, um, mountain time, and... Just, just some really good places, and and so I'm seeing this and thinking, man, we, I, someone needs to do this out on the east side. You know, we've we've got uh, some 
large high schools, we've got college, we've got um, some growing youth programs, and, and really seeing baseball and softball growing, you know, as a, as a whole. And so thought, somebody needs to do this, and man, I, I need to find something that I, that I can do. And eventually, you know, the lightning struck and went, oh, hey, maybe we should do this. And so talked with my wife, talked with my brother, and, and we decided we we're going to start this up. And, and really viewed it as a, um, a partnership, you know, it's something that's going to be a partnership with our community. Where, how do you how do you start that process? We we uh, we did a lot of research. Okay. You know, we we started looking at uh, is you know what are the programs like in our area and um, and what resources are out there, mm-hmm. uh, who's doing what, and and then extending that and kind of seeing what's what's starting to happen at upper levels. You know, what's Oregon State doing? What is uh, what are the Mariners doing? What are the Cleveland Indian? You know, other programs that are really successful. Uh, and the Mariners, um, what are they doing? And uh, we, uh, uh, as a Mariner fan, I can say Mariner that right now. Well. So it's, they hurt me every year. It's been a I'm there. I'm yeah, there. Northwest baseball fans, you you learn to really be loyal. Yeah. And through, we have to be through the hard times and the less hard times. Uh, so we we're just we started researching a ton on what that would look like. Uh, you know what's successful, and uh, and in the midst of it, we uh, we started playing with the. Uh, the idea of what what could this look like at that point there the only what would happen was uh, these programs would provide some of this technology for their players and and so it would be a very organizational level thing and and we just started kicking around the idea of what if it wasn't as much organizational as it was um, partnership and and so what if you know we know that the local programs probably won't have a person devoted to developing the expertise to run these tools and um, and to implement them. And the reality is, they we have some incredible coaches in our area. And we, what we want to do is think about how can we come alongside and just partner with them and, and provide them these tools, uh, provide them the expertise, and then and then help them in their process because we're you know it's not replacing what they do. It's just helping boost east sides baseball. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of this is kind of organic in that um, there, there's room for movement and there's room to evolve with what what this Absolutely, what this yeah. partnership what this initiative yeah. might look yeah. like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, was the, it some concrete finite this is how it has to be. No, it's what we knew was we we love baseball. We love um, we love the move towards some how how data biomechanics all that is starting to really seep through more of it and and um you know the it's getting into greater statistics than simply mm-hmm. batting average home runs and all that uh, you know some other things that really reveal a lot of what's going on and so so we loved that we love the science behind it um again as a player that the skill level didn't go very mm-hmm. far but but the love of the game and and more of that mindset of uh, really trying to understand some of the intricacies of it. Uh-huh. Thought, man, we this is this is a great point to jump in. And so, so yeah, we started working with groups down in uh, you know different companies that have these these tools and and bringing them in and starting to starting to work with them and um, and have enjoyed uh, the chance to start working with some players and go. And this is, you know, here's here's what's happening, and 
and they get a chance to see something that they may not see unless they go play at one of these programs. Yeah. So if, if I have a, a child that I, I want to bring yeah. in, um, you know, into your facility. So what are you doing? Like, you know, the initial analyzation of this, like, what are you, like, are you filling out paperwork asking kind of like where they're at? Just kind of yeah. tell us a little bit about that initial yeah, process. The, the most important thing at the start is just getting to understand the person. So we're, we're really interested in what, what they respond to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's uh, we, we can run the, uh, we can run the tools and, and provide just a really, um, uh, stale sheet that says, you know, here's here's who you are as a player. We want to understand more about what uh, what makes them tick. You know, who as a as a person, like what what are they wired to respond to? And so, as a as a that's my responsibility as a coach to uh, to accommodate that. It's not their responsibility to um, to respond to me and my mm-hmm. set ways. And mm-hmm. so. Um, so I want to understand them. A departure so, from traditional baseball coaching. Yeah, uh, yeah, from from yeah, yeah. traditional. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we're seeing more and more the coaches that yeah. that uh, I think Joe Madden's a classic with yeah. uh, with Chicago. Yeah. I mean he's uh, you you see that that guy shows up and takes a young team and they respond and and uh, some pretty strong personalities too. And they just yeah, they he look has like an understanding more. of culture. He has yeah. an understanding of yeah. age groups. Yeah, yeah. so. So uh, we want to work with the parents, you know, especially depending on the age level. We want to work with the parents to help understand what's going on. And then with that, uh, you know, the tools are definitely skill and age-based. But we, we want to look at essentially what we want to do is provide uh, a lot of the tools that, or a lot of the information that uh, teams are talking about or you'll hear broadcasters talk about spin rate, mm-hmm. um, you know, the uh, – the, um, from a hitting standpoint, we'll do everything from the biomechanical, what's happening to the body, what's happening to the bat, and what's happening to the ball. Um, so mm-hmm. so we'll measure, uh, we use one tool called K-Vest that uh, is a, um, uh, it's a, it's a sensor-based thing that you strap on to, mm-hmm. uh, the person wears, and they take swings, and, okay. and out of that you can see Here's, here's how their hips are rotating through the ball. Here's how their uh, torso is, their arm and their hands. And not just the sequence that they go in, but also how quickly and how much speed is gained. Because the, the whole idea right now is that you um, the strongest hitters are taking the force from the ground and driving it through the ball with how their body moves. And so, mm-hmm. so this gives us the tools to actually be able to read um, how's their body moving through the swing. And then to take other tools to say, here's how fast the bat's going and how what angle it's going at. And then uh, with the ball, here's how far it went and here's um, here's the launch angle. So the exit velocity, the launch angle, all those pieces. Yeah, and biomechanics, so, physics, it's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so taking those and, and, you know, in and of themselves, it's just information. But working with the, either the coaches, um, if, if these players play on a local team, you know, we want to make sure that we're partnering with Mm-hmm. Uh, the the coaches and and it's great because so many of the coaches grew up in the area and played ball in the area that I think that um, one of the first years I coached youth baseball all these kids show up and I'm going oh man the, uh, I went to high school with all their parents and, mm. and so it's just this great reunion back into the area and so yeah you know so many of the coaches play ball either at Barlow or other schools that uh, that it's it's fun to 
be able to work with them and say, what's your vision for the team? And then let us come alongside and, and help provide this information. So are you doing any individual kind of oriented yeah. focus and yeah. then working with larger groups? So you can, you were going initially from, Hey, we can do a one-on-one session mm-hmm. with a kid to, we can work with multiple, yeah. uh, you know, individuals at one given point in time. Yeah. Once, once we're in a space, especially we'll, we'll, have more and more opportunities for larger settings, you know, clinics, camps, that sort of stuff. Um, a lot of it right now is individual based. Mm-hmm. So, so people getting in touch with us and, and wanting to get ready for the season, you know, they're, uh, we're, we're starting to work with these tools with them and, and provide that one-on-one hitting coaching, um, and hitting and pitching coaching. And also potentially having some different age group teams Yeah, as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's long. That's, possible long term right. but but really what we not want, a not an urgent deal no it's not and, and what we don't want to do is we uh, we believe strongly in local school programs okay and so so we want to facilitate that and there's some great academy teams that uh, that certainly draw a number of our players that uh, you know, um, so so we're not we're not seeing ourselves as competition to that we gotcha. we just we mostly want to boost the local programs we we think that um east east side is such a um it's a it is a different um area you know it it is a different culture and Mm -hmm. it's uh it's a uh, it's an increasingly global culture you know where where we're seeing a lot of the um a lot of the uh refugee and and some of that move into the area that Mm -hmm. and and a real blue collar um culture where yeah. it's baseball is a natural fit and so um so we want we want to boost that and and uh and alongside you know my i love coaching teams that have players who have never played baseball before and just that opportunity to start at ground zero so we we want to boost programs that you know there's there's a lot of opportunities for people to play on Okay. That's that's a little different than yeah than, than what you're hearing from most clubs and yeah that's, that's an we we understand the showcase uh, I, I mean that's we've we've got players in our area that play those showcase uh, yeah. sort of venues and and we get it um, you know if I had the opportunity to do that when I was growing up I I would have played showcase um, mm-hmm. I would not have showcased very well but I, <laughs> I would have played it me neither uh, yeah, <laughs> me neither dude but. Uh, um, but we you know it's there's a lot of other people who want to play ball, um, and and we we want to um, make that possible. And so area coaches are probably extremely receptive to this. It's it's pretty fun to have these yeah. conversations and, and talk about what what can we do to partner with you and come alongside and mm-hmm. and uh, and work with your players. And so and that's that's again the heart of it is we want we want to make sure we understand the players and understand the coaches and. Uh, you know, if there's anything that we do that the coach doesn't believe in, we will defer to the coach, and, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it's uh, um, yeah, it's 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 going to be really fun to just kind of see how the how this partnership yeah works. Do you have uh, roles kind of divvied up? You, your wife, and your brother, or is that oh, kind of my, just taking shape, or what's that look like? Uh, so the dynamic. They are they are the. Um, they are the key to this thing. I mean, that's uh, my my wife is amazing. She's she runs social media and mm. she's a uh, um, so she has a background in education and uh, 
and so has you know some great tools, especially elementary education. Mm-hmm. So understanding youth uh, players, um, she's amazing at that. And uh, and then my uh, my brother is also one of the owners, and he is uh, Blake. Uh, Blake is a uh, an operations genius. Oh, okay. um, you know a. Uh, uh, finance wizard, you know that that sort of stuff that that really helps make sure that that this yeah. this is going to work. Three points in the and, triangle. Yeah, yeah. and so and uh, and I'm I, I love working with them. I mean, I'm privileged to work with them because uh, then I get I get to coach and and, and understand <laughs> yeah. the stuff. Takes some of the pressure off you. You get to coach. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. We have a lot of fun. So let me ask you this: um, What's one thing that you're hearing on a consistent basis? from the coaches as to a specific area that you're wanting, they're wanting to work on with their team. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting because a lot of it right now is actually just even introducing them to what's going on. Um, you know, this is, this is something that is, uh, with one company in particular, KVEST, you know, I, I was down in Arizona. Uh, we had some fun down there at the fall league, uh, watching some games, but I was meeting with the guys from KVEST and they, um, you know, they're, what, what they're seeing is that uh, major league teams, now they're, they were at seven when we started this. Now there's a dozen major league teams that are using this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it's, it really is at the front edge of where, um, where major league and division one programs are going. And so, so at our end, what we're doing is we're spending a lot of time just saying, hey, this is, this is the equipment that we are uh, we're using and that that we have to offer and so so right now there's a lot of that where we're we just get to have conversations with the coaches and saying mm-hmm. um, here's what we have now tell me about your program and let's you know we'll 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 figure this out and um, and so uh, really that's that's where it's been at right now and a lot of programs are just getting you know starting to get going and yeah uh, so it's um, yeah this, this slightly reminds me, and, and I'm just going to throw this out there, it kind, of, kind of reminds me a little bit of Moneyball. And, and why I say that reminds me is kind of taking it to a next level because, you know, it, with it, Billy Bean and everything, he took a look at the analytics, the, the yeah. data. Yeah. And he put together, a, you know, he put together the team using mm-hmm. this data. But what yeah. you're doing is you're taking it to a different level and you're using the data to then mm-hmm. work with that particular yeah. individual to yeah. make them a better player. Scott Hatterberg. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Hatterberg. It's yeah, a, it's a it go-to. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it is amazing to see how um, certain teams consistently get an edge, you know, with with playing. I mean, the A's this year, again, 90, mm-hmm. 97 wins or whatever it was, that just out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah As so, a Mariners fan, that's again. Yeah. Again, heartbreak. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Red Sox um, fan, so, you know, World Series champs, but, yeah. you know, great coach. Con- congrats on that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we, uh, I, I think that this is definitely where, uh, baseball is going. I mean, if you, if you see even a lot of the coaching hires recently, mm-hmm. very, uh, there haven't been a lot that have come out of the traditional major league ranks. Uh, there's, there's a lot more hiring of guys who are GMs too. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that are more in the, uh, understanding how the data is applied to the, to the field, yeah, to the players, and so, um, so we we definitely believe that's where I mean it's it's gonna snowball, you know, at, across major leagues, uh, and so what uh, 
but what we see is kind of the future of it too is that at at in in our environment you know again uh we we think that these are great tools that help our players push forward get ahead mm-hmm. um and and they're uh great ways to just work in the work in the community and provide something that we we know the school schools are wrestling with how to spend their money you know and and mm-hmm. so going to them and saying hey we want to buy this piece of tech it's not going to happen and so what yeah. we what we want what we love is the idea that we can actually um, benefit the community and you'll get buy-in yeah, from coaches too get yeah. get buy-in from coaches if they if they know that we are alongside them mm-hmm. and and, uh, and then have it be an opportunity where again you know these uh, you know mention that college coach walking us out to the foul line and, and yelling at us, you know, I glad there weren't chairs out there for him to throw across the field. <laughs> um, but to, to recognize in that moment and several others that that's mm-hmm. never how I've responded. You know, it's, it's, um, and so, uh, if I, if I had known in high school kind of what, what made me tick and, and how I would respond to things, well, I'd be better equipped for how to handle college and how to handle mm-hmm. other, right. other things far beyond the baseball field, yeah. you know, and, and so that's, that's part of our, I mean, that's a big part of what we want to mm-hmm. do is we want to affect these, these players and, um, far beyond the baseball field. Yeah. So often you see, you know, over the last decade, you hear about these adversarial kind of conflict relationships between, uh, local coaches, yeah. you know, little league from high school yeah. and then the, the, the club people, the academy people. Yeah. So this is a, this sounds like a real departure. And I, yeah. And I, and I think there's, there's great. You know, there's great relationships between some of those, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I, I think one of the risks with it just is uh, players' health and, and mm-hmm. understanding how they, you know, especially mm-hmm. pitchers. You know, if they're pitching for an academy team and a uh, physical and, a, and psychological, health. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, that's just, um, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a real, real fun thing to continue to. Uh, dig into and and what we love too is a lot of this stuff is mobile you know what we can do we can go to a ball field and set up and and work with the players at practice that'll be different and uh and so there's some really neat opportunities and um and yeah to to work with them and and if there happens to be out of this you know that that we're getting information and we're saying man there's there's somebody who's whose data is pretty high you know their assessment that's coming back is this this person's got an elite skill somewhere and then we have opportunities too with relationships to to work with those beyond and, and say mm-hmm. this is this is someone you may want to watch you know and, yeah um or yeah or work with the player on where they might be best so to, to, to go let me let me play a little bit of devil's advocate in, yeah you know, in this situation too because i, I want to hear what you have to say on this yeah. and is that is um you know, some parents might take a look at this and say, well, you're you're taking the fun out of baseball by by looking, you know, by focusing in on like a data driven whatever yeah. instead yeah. of like, hey, maybe some parents will be like, my kid is, you know, he's you know, going to get wherever he or she may get mm-hmm. and that, you know, they shouldn't have this data driving them. And, and I might be, you know, wrong, but I'm just trying to play a little uh, bit of that. That, that, that every American parent thinks they're an expert. Basically. Yeah, you know, well, you know, with too. the parents yeah. thinking, you know, thinking they're an expert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the parents thinking they're they're an expert, but saying, you know, you're taking the fun out of this. What mm-hmm. would you tell, like, 
you know, a parent that said, yeah, maybe you're taking the fun out of this, my child, you know, trying to grow and develop as an individual and as a person. Like, what would you say to something like that? Yeah, I, I think a lot of the fun comes out of it uh, when when the coaching doesn't match up with the player. I mean, I, the the fun is taken from it long before Data gets involved. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, if if the kid feels intimidated, if they feel um, uh, helpless with you know to improve, then then they're they're going to go on to something better. But I isn't mean, that part of our growth, growth and development as people? It is. Though? Oh, absolutely. Uh, baseball, if you don't know how to fail well, um, you, you're going to really struggle at baseball. I mean, yeah. And, and that's, that's just part of the game. And that's, you, you gotta, you gotta learn how to do that. So the game itself is going to provide those opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. What, what data is going to do is um, it'll, it'll be fun to see you know, personally, taking some swings. It's fun for me to kind of go, okay, here's what the pro range is. And kids love technology. Here's where yeah. I'm at. And, yeah, yeah and, and so that see that stuff to, to compare to what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, could I have had a chance? Well, maybe, you know, some of, some of my numbers are actually on par with pro level. And yeah. some of them are far off. And at the very least, it would have given me understanding of, okay, what should I really focus on right now? You know, if I'm going to go to practice, I'm I'm going to practice something. Yeah. What should I focus on? So it's an efficiency thing. It's it's an efficiency thing um, with you know with um, parents. You know, it's going to you know it's maybe going to give them opportunities for scholarships. Yeah. If they can if they can figure some things out, I we want them to have fun. Baseball is a game. It's always a game. Uh, You know, whether you're playing on the Red Sox or whatever other team you, you throw out there, you know, win or lose, it's mm-hmm. always a game. Um, and, uh, and so we, we want the kids, the players to have fun. Um, but what, but what we want to do too is provide them every opportunity to advance the way that the rest of baseball is advancing. Nice. So, uh, bad news bears, league of their own, uh, you know, feel the dreams, Bull Durham, Major League. Major League. What do you what do you, what are you watching on your TV if you're gonna go home and watch a watch a baseball movie? If I'm gonna watch a baseball movie, it's probably gonna be The Natural. The oh, Natural, yeah. okay. Roy Hobbs. Is, yep. uh, it's long been one of my favorites. I also I think an underrated baseball one is uh, uh, For Love of the Game. Another Costner one. Mm, yeah, yeah. Costner one. That was when he's uh, the Tigers, right? He's with the Tigers. Yeah. He's yeah, he's they... wrestling with uh, retiring and, mm-hmm. and all that goes with it. And you know, the the thing I appreciate about Kevin Costner with baseball movies is that he actually knows how to throw the baseball. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like there's there's certain actors you get out there, um, not naming any, but several in those movies that you guys listed off that you know, you watch them throw and you're like, oh, they never played baseball. Sheen could they throw. Sheen played bat ball. He could throw. Uh, yeah. Sheen. Well, as long as he had those glasses on. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, Wesley Snipes can run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't run like Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that was that was high school baseball right there. It was just quoting Major League. Yeah. This, uh, there was always a situation that called for. He's looking you know, to sacrifice a live chicken. <laughs> yeah, take the hex off the glove. <laughs> Jake didn't expect you to be back here. Yeah, I couldn't cut it in the Mexican leagues. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's. There's so many good movies. Um, I mean, like, Costner's what probably been one of the few that's actually played in multiple, like mm-hmm. baseball movies. I think he's got yeah. at least three. Yeah. So oh, I know. Yeah, it's he's uh, it's because he's good at it. Yeah, you know, and uh, and so the Sandlot too. That's that's oh, one yeah. that we're 
I mean, we're my wife and I just watched it again and get you know getting ready to watch it with the boys. So yeah, there's I don't know that there's really necessarily a bad baseball movie. Yeah. You know, there's just ones that I that suck me in more. Yeah, and it's the natural is definitely that for me. I mean, that that mm-hmm. final home run off the lights. You know, the that was always my dream. I mean, yeah. we never played every under, every kid. We never dream. played under lights, but yeah, 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 every kid wants to do that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, those those were definitely the ones. Yeah, I think I just I love the Bull Durham one with the you know <laughs> tell him you know don't throw a fastball, don't throw a fastball. He yes. throws a fastball. He tells the guy you know yeah. hit it all yeah, the me. He's getting a mistake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those so so many. I, I'm gonna need to follow this up by go watching. Going and watching a game, or yeah. a, a movie. So uh, you know, with with everything going on, let, let's kind of continue on with yeah. this the baseball process, and let's talk a little bit about you know the potential. And we think honestly, Major League Baseball will come to you know yeah, Portland. Absolutely. It'll come in the next few years. You know, what, what's your take on that? Like, what, what do you think about it? Well, I, I think it's uh, it's it's hard to say it's absolutely going to happen, but I think it's as close to absolutely going to happen as we can get I mean it's it makes so much sense mm-hmm. I mean it, it makes sense honestly as a Mariners fan I'd love to have a team in Portland because yeah. it means the Mariners travel less and yeah plus you know it'd be so much fun I, I mean to to have Mariners Portland close, series, yeah, yeah have that rivalry um to uh to have something to take I've got three boys mm-hmm. so yeah. take them to and uh, you know it's those ballpark experiences are so much fun. Yeah, seeing a lot of the West Coast teams come up. You yeah, know, like the Angels. You know, if it's the American League, the Angels, the A's, the Minor League then, too you know, would be cool. Minor yeah. League also. Yeah, and, and watching you know the the once a year that you know the Red Sox will come into town. Yeah, the Red Sox, Yankees. Just yeah. some of that history. It's it yeah. it's a it's a really. I I think it's absolutely going to happen. I mean, I can't I can't think of any other West Coast city that that mm-hmm. would. Be able to host a team and uh, and baseball fits Portland. I mean, it does it, it really more does. now it, than it ever has. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and they've had some incredible baseball history here. Yes, I mean, you guys yeah. have been walking through that. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's some incredible history. But I think it absolutely fits our culture now. Yeah. Would you rather see like a Tampa Bay or an Oakland move here as a? As a team transfer, or would you rather see a brand new team from scratch? Absolutely, either one. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I always love the um, the excitement of new, um, but then you have a team like Oakland, and you're like, man, that would be really fun to have you yeah. know, a, a young '97 win team. They got yeah, some, they got some kids that can play on yeah, that team. Absolutely, yeah. and so, so I, I, uh, I'd say you know, pushing a corner, I'd love to see a new team. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and see, see how that develops and, and how it takes on kind of its own culture. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but man, just getting major league baseball to Portland is going to be a blast. If we had a new team and I throw this out at Dave, if we had a new team, who would you like to see skipper the team? Oh man. I was, it, uh, I think you guys brought up the idea of Pat Casey. Yeah. yeah I brought that, up the idea of Pat that, Casey. That would be a lot of fun. Um, you know, we, oh there's you could run down a list. What about Dale Murphy? Do you think you could see Dale Murphy? I know he's a uh, you know helping out, talking with them, yeah. being I mean I, at least on staff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Get Brocious back staff. here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, then he then he, he just resigned from Seattle. Yeah. 
Get some, so, get the locals back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot. Yeah, of, you got you got a lot of local talent to draw yeah. from, and and there's so many other great great coaches too. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. But I think having a local staff would be a blast. That yeah, would be kind of would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, I told uh, told Jack Dunn in one of our previous episodes, like, all right, you go out, throw the first, you know, throw a first pitch, you know, during the game. What do you think you're throwing? Jack's probably like, oh, 30. <laughs> then, then, <laughs> give him the eater. Yeah. Give him the eater. Yeah. So, so let, let me ask you the same question. You, you get invited to go out, throw the first pitch of a game. What do you think you're throwing? I'm throwing my arm out. <laughs> so, I, are you like, like and you don't even care are you like the just a bit outside i'm going to the top of the mound and going this is this is my childhood dream in, awesome. in portland i i don't um i feel bad for the mascot standing behind so but, you're the yeah. charlie sheen <laughs> it doesn't matter you're charlie free, free sheen going off this no no i i i'd step it back enough to be able to get it to the plate mm-hmm. you know uh, hopefully i'd have enough cage time at that point where I feel confident, but yeah. man, things change when it opens up like that. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. it's not a cage that you're throwing in. It's the the whole field. Yeah, in front of like twenty five thousand plus people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pressure just a little. But, yeah, I'd but, be like uh, rookie of the year and just lofting it yeah. and just like hoping that it'll yeah, like land somewhere. Just just <laughs> YouTube dreams right there. You yeah, know, that's they're gonna be playing my first pitch for years to come. Yeah. So let's let's make it memorable. <laughs> so what do you think about Russell Wilson and Sierra Wilson, you know, getting involved oh, in this? this I, think, being... I think it's part of the unique piece now of Major League Baseball in Portland is that we actually, we actually have legitimacy in, in it. You know, the the guys with Portland Diamond Project have done amazing and yeah. Darwin Barney in it and and others. You know, it's it's really fascinating to watch as as a honest fan of the idea of baseball coming to see the legitimacy that comes from having uh, this talent that used to play come and to be a part of something. Yeah, yeah, and and to uh, and when and when people from out of town like that, like Sierra, Sierra and Russell Wilson, yeah, that that adds something that that speaks to people. It's mm-hmm. like oh, they're interested in this city, yeah. not just because they're from here. Right, that adds a whole right. other dimension. Yeah, it's it's an actual viable yeah thing, and and mm-hmm. as a product, yeah. So yeah, it's I think I think it's um, it's incredible to have that, and I and I look forward to more and more of that as it uh, gains traction as they announce a, a location. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, hopefully in this month. Um, so where do you want it to be? Do you want it to be down by the water? On the east side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Side, yeah. So uh, no, I uh, you know we love it. We I'd, I'd love to have it. More on this on uh, the east side of the river at least, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but I I see the huge potential in uh, being right on the Willamette and yeah uh, and so um, so I again I you know I I don't they're they're gonna have a lot of things to figure out wherever they end up mm-hmm. as far as uh, transportation and all that but um, but man I, I love the idea of an iconic stadium on the river it's cool with a view of Portland yeah, yeah. I mean it, it really it really fits into again the culture of, mm-hmm. of the area is bridge city right yeah bridge, exactly. bridge city yeah bridge and um, Bruce city yeah yep so, so I, th- I think that yeah I think I love the ideas on the river okay well we're gonna give it to you for the last minute or so, Drew, and so you can explain to people where they can kind of go and find you. Uh, tell a little bit more. Any finalized things about 
you know, your project, Portland Eastside, and uh, then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Well, you can find us online, PDX Eastside, uh, on Instagram, and uh, and uh, we are on Facebook as well, PDX Eastside Training, and uh, online, pdxeastside.com. Uh, you can find us, find information about us there. You can reach out to us there and um, and kind of keep track on how things are continuing to progress. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and, and if you, you know, if you have interest in learning more about the tools, you know, we, we love the, the prospect of working with programs on that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, come find us online and, uh, and uh, let us know, you know, well, come find us online and let yeah. us know how we can help. Yeah. They got, a, they got some awesome swag out, too. They got a, <laughs> they got a hat we had, with a green Sasquatch on it. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We yeah. had, that, that was so fun. So we worked with a designer on the, on the logo. And uh, and it's a great it's a great logo. We we loved it, but we just felt like something was missing, and we kept going back to them and like, oh, you know, we, we want this to reflect the area. Mm-hmm. And then uh, honestly, we were having a uh, an owner meeting, uh, which were always fun and always went off track. Um, if if you go online, you can see some of our Monday meeting minutes, and uh, and it's things like, you know, talking about. I don't know. Tracy Chapman was one of the topics at one point, just because, yeah, that that came up. Fast car, and uh, yeah, well, I think I think that actually was playing, and so we there started is, talking. Yeah. But uh, but during one of those meetings, I get an email from the designer, and he goes, "Hey, I was I was doing some concept stuff this weekend, and and this came up, and I went, oh, love it. This is this is the missing piece. So mm-hmm. yeah, we have we have Sasquatch now as part of that. So uh, we yeah. think, we think it's a fantastic piece i, I kind of like it because it feels like sasquatch meant chernobyl and it's just becoming nuclear that's very northwest yeah. maybe, maybe we just call it Hanford, tro- trojan yeah. plant you know yeah. the, the trojan yeah. Hanford area yeah. a couple yeah. local yeah. things merged Hanford, together Hanford, sasquatch <laughs> <laughs> so, so no we but uh but even you know just taking on the local you know local lore here yeah yeah i, I love the i love the Excellent the work he did. So yeah, come come find us. We we got we got some stuff. We'll keep we'll keep developing that uh, the uh, shirts and hats and all that. So. Excellent. Well, if you want to get some more involved with uh, development of baseball and in your youth, or if you were looking to get some further development, go look up uh, Portland Eastside Baseball, and uh, they'll get you hooked up and get you squared away if you look for team stuff like that. So uh, we really appreciate Drew coming onto the show and uh, hanging out with us for a little while and talking to us more about what he's got going on, him and his uh, family. And thank you for so much for sharing. Uh, appreciate this experience. Thanks, Thanks for, for having your me time. On. So uh, that'll be it for this episode, and uh, I'm Ben. And I'm Dave. And I'm Drew. You have a great day. Peace out.